we failed uh, to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriend. What the hell do you think I was mad about? Dumb little s runs us clear down to the infield. He wants to bust about everybody else. And he's the one that drives like a little I'm going to bust his ass. This really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. All right, what's up, everybody? We have got Sale. <laughs> All right, we got Mestel filling in for Kate again. Kate's in Colorado skiing, and we got Sam and Lou here, and Hayes here. And tonight is this will be coming out on Thursday morning. It is our second conspiracy theory podcast. If you didn't listen to last week's, the first one, Sam did a great job with Diatlov's pass, kind of dissecting all that. Yep. Good job. Oh, thank Strong you. first performance for the new Conspiracy Theory podcast. We should have a clap track. Mm-hmm. You're lucky I didn't put a laugh track for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, uh, I did it. So it's a. I wanted to do one that was kind of, it had something to do with Nebraska. And it's something that I was just, I, I didn't plan on doing this, but I came across it today when I was searching Conspiracy Theories or like weird mysteries. And I just thought, oh, like Nebraska's, it, it literally said Nebraska in the thing. So I was like, oh, I'm kind of like interested in this. And I looked into it and it's actually kind of weird. Um, it's not, I wouldn't say it's more of a conspiracy theory. I mean, there's conspiracy theories involved, but I think that it's more of a mystery about like what happened. Um, other than that, though, we'll go ahead and get into it. Are we talking like Scooby-Doo mystery or like yeah. kind any, of? Any mystery has like conspiracy theories, yeah, though. And that's so, what it does. Like there's, yeah. I found. One, two, three, four, five conspiracy theories that have to do with this gotcha. mystery. Okay. Right. So, and I feel like that's a pretty broad term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mine was like a mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's pretty similar to that. Okay. Good mm-hmm. deal. Sweet. All right. Let's hear but it. Other than that, uh, go ahead and leave five stars on the podcast. If you haven't already, leave a review, share it with all your friends and family, help this thing grow a little bit more, and let's go ahead and get into the Week two of conspiracy theories. And by the way, none of us have heard this. Other yeah, than, no. other than Hayes, so I just told him the title, and that's it. If we act like idiots like normal, that's that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the I kind of changed up the title of this one. This is called the Johnny Gosh disappearance. How do you spell the last name? G O S C H. Okay. And is also I changed the title of it to the Iowa Paper Boys mystery because that's really what it revolves around. So I'll just go ahead and start with a little bit of background on the subject. Um, On Sunday, September 5th, 1982, in Des Moines, Iowa, well, it's technically West Des Moines, Johnny Gosh, a 12-year-old paperboy, woke up to deliver the Des Moines Register newspapers while pulling his little red wagon that held the papers. Johnny was not alone that night as he was joined by the family wiener dog, Gretchen. Oh, Gretchen. Who names it Gretchen? Mm -hmm. Sweetheart. Little wiener dog. Uh, after the hours that the residents of the neighbor sh- neighborhood should have received their newspapers, the Gosh family started to receive, so Johnny's parents started to receive uh, calls asking why their son had not delivered their papers. And this was something that I looked into, and, like, the neighbors were, like, really pissed that they didn't get their paper because this is in 1982, so, like, they, this is how they got all mm-hmm. their information. Yeah. And so every, everybody really wanted their newspapers. So this went... And sent the Gosh family into a panic, asking where their son was, if anyone had seen him, anything like that had happened to him. Uh, it led to his father, John Gosh. So John's the dad, Johnny's the missing son. Junior? Okay. Mm-hmm. John Gosh sprinted out the door and ran along the route that his son would take to the, deliver the papers. And that's when John Gosh came upon the corner of 42nd Street and Marcourt Lane in West Des Moines. And sitting there was just Johnny's little red wagon. Filled to the top with Des Moines Register papers, but Johnny was nowhere in sight. The location, this is where the Johnny was last seen alive between 6 and 7 a.m. in the morning. Uh, after realizing what had happened, Johnny's mom, Noreen, immediately called the police. This then led to the police conducting a 72-hour wait before launching a missing child case. So this is what mm. led to a lot of changes in Iowa or in missing persons and missing child cases in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that waiting that 72 hours, that was a rule. Mm-hmm. Like if you haven't seen someone, you, you couldn't, to wait. you couldn't even, you couldn't, start. even you couldn't look into it cause they might come back. So you even have to wait. 12, is it 24 hours now? I don't, I don't Which even know if it's shorter. 24, yeah, but it might be a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's three, it was three full days. And so the police waited for their 72 hour wait before launching the missing child case. 
Uh, and he's bef- like clearly missing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Before the police finally go out to search, they have nothing, no crime scene, no remnants besides the wagon, but that doesn't really do much. No remnants of foul play, no indicator of where to go or what to do next. The Des Moines PD has absolutely no leads and nothing to go on. Damn. So that was interesting. So that's kind of a background of like what happened, how he's missing, mm-hmm. what happened. Uh, then we can get into, these are the last known sightings of him. Uh, according to other newspaper carriers that were right around his age, they all saw Johnny at the local pickup point picking up his newspapers that go on his route because everybody had different ones, but they all had to go to the same spot to pick him up. Mm-hmm. Makes sense because he, he still had all his newspapers. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, he had most of his newspapers, the ones that he hadn't delivered yet. Uh, this is the last known sighting where there are several corroborating witnesses that saw him alive. Um, and then the, at the next side, and this is a few neighbors and one other paper boy saw this. It says a blue two door Ford Fairmont pulls up beside Johnny on the start of his route. And it, he asked him for directions. This scared Johnny and Johnny decided to go cut the route short and uh, return home to have his dad go with him. Cause his dad would usually go with him on his paper routes to make sure he's okay. Oh, that dad feels Ooh. guilty as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. another kid that was delivering paper routes on the other side of the street heard what he was, that he was going to go back. Uh, but just seconds later, another man emerges from between two neighborhood homes and grabs Johnny, throws him in the car of this, uh, that same Ford Fairmont, speeds past the stop sign, and away from the scene. So is that the other paperboy who says he saw so, that? And na- this other, one other neighbor in, in one of the houses across the street. So these are like witnesses' accounts then? Yes, okay. witness accounts of them seeing. And that's the last known sighting. Of, so did they see him getting picked up? Yeah, they, in the say, car they just seen the car. him getting thrown into the car. Then why didn't they re- like report that? Yeah, I don't know. I, well, because it was the paper boy. I think it was. But then the so I didn't. They didn't really give a lot of information about if they saw him get thrown in the car. Mm-hmm. But they all saw him talking to someone in that blue Ford Fairmont. Okay, gotcha. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. So and then that was the last known sighting of Johnny Gosh to this day. Damn. He's never been found again. He would be 52 years old if it if he was still yeah. alive today. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. So other events that kind of surrounded this event, this disappearance. Not even two years later, another Des Moines paper boy, 13-year-old Eugene Martin, from a neighborhood located directly next to Johnny's, was taken while delivering papers around the same time Johnny was taken two years before. Hmm. Uh, the similarities in the cases is crazy as Martin usually had his stepbrother along with him while delivering papers, just like Johnny would have had his dad with him on most routes. So it's like they're watching him. Yeah, yeah. It seems picking like. out a day, right? Yeah. In 1985, three years after the di- disappearance of Johnny, Noreen, his mother, claims that she received a handwritten note on a dollar bill that was taken, at, taken as change by a grocery store located in Sioux City, Iowa. So this was a convenience store worker so probably at like your local like market or something like that she was getting counting the dollar bills at the end of the night and she found this one that said it read in quotes i'm alive and then just above the note is a tiny signature that could be made out as johnny gosh so she sent that to the des moines police department and they actually brought in handwriting experts and they used previous works of Johnny's in school and concluded that the signature on the dollar bill and the pieces of schoolwork were both from the same person. What oh. the hell? That's wow. tough because dollars are in circulation like yeah. for mm-hmm. years. So it could, be, it could have been anywhere. Uh-huh. Yep, so it was the same person. So how long after his yeah. disappearance was this? That was three years after. Okay. okay. All right. Damn. And then also Noreen also receives an occasional phone call. She believes that the calls are either from Johnny himself or someone who knows about his whereabouts. One phone call was from Johnny's supposed kidnapper. During the call, the kidnapper claimed, I have Johnny. He's alive. You can look for him all you want, but you're never going to find him. After this, more and, phone call, more, and more phone calls are received, but the for- authorities cannot trace any of them. Tough. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wait. Like there's, <laughs> it gets even deeper. Crazy. Huh. All right, so this is where I like the tie-in. I saw the tie-ins in Nebraska, so this is where it was interesting. All right, so this is the first major breakthrough in the case. All right, the first major breakthrough in the case comes from a man named Paul uh, Banashi. He's a convicted sex offender in prison in the Nebraska State Penitentiary in Lincoln, Nebraska. In 1991, 
but Nashi comes out of nowhere and claims that he was there when Johnny was kidnapped. Hmm. He helped subdue, subdue Johnny, forced him in the car, and then chloroformed him into unconsciousness. And this is all coming straight from this Benacci guy. Uh, but the weird thing with Benacci was that he was formally diagnosed with multiple personality disorder. So, like, he would, it's like that movie Split, mm, like, yeah. where there's different personalities. Hmm. And when he was saying this, he was channeling his inner 15 year old alter ego, Mark Anderson who had experienced many years of sexual abuse. So he could just be. Oh, so, yeah, that's, and that's where it, like, it gets into that later. Uh, and while acting like this, An- Anderson, also Benacci, confesses to the police of the role that he played in the kidnapping of Johnny and many other crimes after being held, point, he- being held at gunpoint by his own kidnapper, a man known, only known as the Colonel. Like KFC? KFC? Like KFC Colonel. (laughs) Okay. The Colonel. It is later understood that the Colonel is a high-ranking operative in a major organization of predatory predatory pedophiles operating an expansive human trafficking operation. Bonacci said that Johnny was one of many small boys that had been attained by the network and was being sold around the country. Bonacci said that they they never killed these children because of the high price value they would get for pornography, auctioning, and more. How do you get into like that industry? Like, there's no way all sex offenders are linked to the same. You know, maybe they are. Do they just like this select the same network? This is what. Hmm. I that that's like my next chapter. Okay. Okay. Is how it's kind of how we they get into it. Okay. You guys can chime in, ask any questions if you want, because I did. I got the same like down pat. I'm just kind of floored. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Keep, I'm going to get, going, get through going. this really Wait, fast. What did you say, what'd you say the car was? A Ford Fairmont. What kind of, is that an SUV? The two-door car. Oh, what the so hell? So he was just sitting in the back. But he was chloroformed. Something though. like that. But that take, like, doesn't that take a while to actually kick in? I don't no, think so. No, I think it's instant. I don't think it's instant. Oh, uh, well. I think it's pretty close pretty, to instant. It's like, you have it over your It's not like you're not going to, it's... 10 seconds or something for yeah. it's it not like you smell it and like no you knock out it so that's pretty like instant bit. though it's quicker than a chokehold yeah i don't know that's what that's just what he said too mm-hmm. so how old was this guy the mark the the he was the in his, john he guy. just said it in his 20s john the john was in his 20s no the john. paper boy was 12 no, oh, I know Johnny? the paper boy. Johnny, the paper or, boy. Or not John. Sorry. What's the What's the guy? The prison guy. The associative identity disorder guy. Uh, Paul Bonacci. Paul. Paul. Sorry. That's not what I would pick for a kidnapping car, though. Oh yeah. yeah. It's got a bunch of glass. That's what it looks like. I guess it's not like two it, door. It's four door. But it's still, it's like way too much visibility yeah. unless you tint it out. Well, I yeah. guess there is some two doors. Oh, yeah, that's what it, that's the picture that I saw. That was the actual car that they. That's found. way okay. more kidnappy. That's like a pimpy car, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah, so Paul Bonacci was in his mid twenties, but they said that he had obviously he had multiple personalities, and that's when he told them he would only talk about this as his fifteen year old right. alter ego. Yeah. Right, that disease is actually super common in people who have been like abused like abused, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but he was in his twenties, like that's how like he was like a twenty year old. Like the age lines up. Yeah. Like the guy who was claiming that he saw him, like the age lines up for that. So the deal with Paul Bonacci is that he was one of jo- what Johnny is. He was just like Johnny. He, oh, got, he, kidnapped. he oh, got kidnapped. So it's like he okay. met him. Well, he said, "Oh, okay. he was held at gunpoint." So he could have been there. Mm-hmm. Maybe like coaxing him into the car or something. No, he know. was he was either the one that was driving the car or he was the one that snuck up between the houses. Okay, oh, so okay. Th- when okay, okay, and the so Colonel. he was in his twenties when he got kidnapped. No, he was a little kid when yeah. he got kidnapped, but he was no, coerced into helping. Okay, sorry, I said that wrong. No, was the, he was in his twenties when John got kidnapped. Johnny, Johnny, I, yeah, or no, because he, he had 15, been. Wasn't he? He had, what? No, that was his fifteen-year-old alter ego. Huh. He yeah. was in. So he was in old. prison for multiple sexual assault charges against children. He's an older dude. Yeah. Gotcha. Like he, I saw his video. I watched the video of him giving his explanation. He creepy? looks like he's in his 20s. Was that a creepy video? Yeah, it was really yeah, weird. I, I bet. Okay. Yeah. So what we, we were talking about, the colonel. Mm-hmm. So that's, so when Paul, he was, when he was, so the thing was that he, the kids, so like Johnny, when they got too old, they didn't want you anymore. 
but they didn't want you to leave their inner, inner circle. Mm-hmm. And that's how they got Paul. To, to, he was listening Promoted. to the colonel. Mm-hmm. He's like, either do this or I'll, I can kill you now because you're not worth anything to me. So that's where it gets interesting. All right. So just like Hollywood, who might be the colonel? In Omaha, Nebraska, between 1988 and 1991, there is a landmark case that fits the conspiracy of child prostitution and young sex sex slaves that are being peddled to Omaha's high society. The man at the forefront of this, Omaha businessman and political figure, Lawrence King. He was the head of the Franklin Community Federal Credit Union in Omaha. It was considered a star around the town. He was a rising political figure that lived a lavish lifestyle with a net worth of $38 million. And I converted it. That'd be worth about $90 million today. He was an avid speaker at Republican national conventions and multiple other things. He actually sang, he actually sang a, the national anthem at the Republican national convention. Damn. Okay. From several witnesses, King was a bit, was in a big executive in the massive pedophile operation. His Franklin credit union was a proud benefactor of Omaha's boys town. If you don't know what Boys Town is, Boys Town is a, is where kids go that have troubled backgrounds and they need a fresh start, so they like send them there as a place to live. Mm-hmm. So with that, witnesses say that King would use his partnership with Boys Town to lure and pimp out those poor homeless kids to wealthy donors. This led to an investigation that had multiple witness claims that they were they were sold into sex slavery and torture by paying customers at sex parties in and around Omaha. Benachi. That's the guy in prison. Benacci himself said that that he said that he himself was sold in the world of these awful crimes, and also that the Franklin Network was the hub of national trafficking that went all the way to the White House. Damn, that's Jeez. not really what Nebraska wants to be known for. No, so exactly. the the head of the sex trafficking was they're saying is based in Omaha. So we think it's this wow, King guy, Lawrence would, King, right? Lawrence King, and they would Omaha funnel, would be they would funnel them right yeah. to mm-hmm. DC. They said Omaha because it's right in the middle, right. interstates yeah. everywhere. Yep, interstates Air, every direction. One of the most popular airports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who were the like? Did you do any research on like the witnesses? About, they were all former Boys Town residents of the Lawrence sure. King guy. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yep. And they were like, were they like? As kids, did they, like, go with them or whatever and then leave, like, escape or? No, because they, they got too old and they, they weren't valuable anymore to him. So, so he, he just leaves them? Yeah. That's when he either kill, they would either kill them or convert them. They, they, they would never the find them, so they don't know what happened to them. Okay. And so how did they find weird. these guys? What guys? The guy, like, the, the allegations that he has against them, like the witnesses. That's what they don't know. Why did they get away and some didn't? Yeah. Like, why did they Weird. get to tell their witnesses, but Johnny Gosh has never been found? What right. if Johnny Gosh was just, like, the head of it now? Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there, uh, there is speculation surrounding what Bonacci has said because it is coming straight from Bonacci, who has multiple personality disorder. It forces people to really question what he is, what he is true and what's not. And after watching the confession tapes and everything like that, he is either an amazing actor or he's telling the truth. That's mm-hmm. literally what it comes down to. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other alleged victims also come out to tell their stories where they remembered a house in rural, rural Colorado with a hole dug underneath, and that is where they were stored until they were sold. Damn. Jeez. Jeez. And it was weird because all the witnesses that they had matched Bonacci's story to a T. Huh. Like it was the same exact thing. There's no way they could like corroborate. There's anything. no way. No. Benacci was never interviewed by investigators because he was considered an uncredible witness because he was in jail yeah. for sex crimes. Hmm. All right. So this. That's crazy. So after all this came out, the parents had been drifting away. So Noreen and John had been dr- drifting away after their son's disappearance, yeah. and they decided to finally get a divorce. And this led to Noreen finally hiring her own because the police weren't doing anything to they help find Johnny. Yeah. They just kind of gave up because they're like, I don't know where he is. Like, we, we don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So uh, after all this, she finally decided to hire a private investigator. So after not being able to cover any information with the police and Benacci, Noreen took matters into her own hands and hired a private investigator, Todd Gunderson. He was a 30-year FBI agent. And he was even a candidate to be the next FBI director, 
which is like a big deal. How much money does this Noreen lady have? That sounds yeah. like a pretty pricey private investigator. Mm-hmm. So, also, his name is super like FBI. Yeah. Gunderson. Yeah. In his findings, Gunderson made shocking claims of majority cons- major conspiracy of silence that would implicate major figures for things such as rape, human trafficking, putting children up for sec- as sex slaves, and ritualistic satanic sacrifices. Holy shit. It was later stated that Gunderson was certifiably insane at the time of his death in 2011 and was a hardcore conspiracy theorist and government covering up such things as the Oklahoma City bombings, 9-11, chemtrails, and satanic sacrifices at the highest levels. Of course. Done. But like, How they, did he die? Yeah. He just died. Old he age. just natural yep. causes. But that's how they get, like, they call people who, like, do shit like that mentally insane so nobody believes them. Yep. Yeah. And you know? they're actually, like, on to something. They're actually right. Well, I mean, he was obviously good at what he did. Mm-hmm. If yeah. he was in the FBI for 30 years and then yeah. up for the director job. Yeah, that's why it's crazy. Hmm. I, I mean. So, like, you, they basically take all of his credibility away even though he built it up his whole life. Yeah. yeah. With, like, just for that. Yeah. They probably killed him in the first place. I don't know. But they said, like, uh, they said, it said, uh, Gunnarsson, known certifiably insane and known conspiracy theorist. So. And known FBI agent. So. Yep. Yeah. Would it be so funny if we all get clapped? He's talking something. about shit like this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it and was the, carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> it's because we never replaced the roommate. Thing. The roommate woke up and stabbed all of his friends and then shot himself. <laughs> it, was I just tripping last night, or did, did the fire alarm go off at like three in the morning, just like two times? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it either. You must have been tripping because yeah. it's in my room. Oh really? I heard. I heard one of them was making like the beep. Like a, one of them like went dead. fully off. Really? And, like I thought it was I was just dreaming, but then you like made a noise. In my room? Yeah. Maybe it was so Lou just on the too. camera yelling I at was, you again. <laughs> no, it was it wasn't. Yeah. Well, guess what? Got the security camera. Yeah. Well, there was no yeah. movement or loud noises at that time, so. Yeah, I don't know. I guess where it went off. But okay, yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I guess where it went off. Secu- that's our new conspiracy. Did the fire alarm really go off yep. last night? Okay, Sam, where's Sam go? I don't know. Oh, there he is. Okay, so after the whole Ted Gunderson thing and the, being that, a private that. investigator, um, finding out that he's insane, uh, there was another weird twist. In 1999, Bonacci announces that he's suing Lawrence King. Lawrence King is the, mm. the, pet, the, yep, yeah. the head of it. He's suing Lawrence King, and Noreen is called to testify. And when asked if she had seen her son at all, she says yes. She never told anyone. She said that some in, that sometime uh, in the year 1996, Johnny showed up to her house where he visited with her for about an hour. This is an exact quote from Noreen. He told me how he was kidnapped. At first, he was so drugged he didn't know where he was at at all. And he could relate some names of the people around him. And he told, he told me that they traveled all over the country where they were used for pornography, prostitution, and for compromising businessman of the highest stature. What the fuck? Why? John Gosh. Probably big business. John Gosh, the dad of Johnny, said that he doesn't know if these claims that Noreen made were true. Uh, he was given freedom. This is John going back to Johnny. Johnny was given freedom as he grew older because uh, he did not fulfill the needs of the customers. And he told his mom not to say anything as it could jeopardize his safety. And he was now going by an alias, Mike Green. That's just a generic. Yeah. Hmm. So the last, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm about done just giving all the information. The last wrinkle, the last major wrinkle of the case came in 2006 when an envelope is sent to Noreen's doorstep. Inside the envelope are several pictures of young boys bound and gagged. One of the boys resembles Johnny. Johnny... And it just rimbles Johnny. Uh, Johnny would be 52 years old today, and Johnny, gosh, was the original milk carton kid. Damn. Really? He was the first kid to be put as a missing person on the back of a milk carton. That's how that started. So that is the disappearance of Johnny Gosh. I'm that, trying to I, piece I, everything just together. Stunned, stunned yeah. silence. I'm trying to piece everything together. Jeez. That's a big one. <laughs> I, I, I don't yeah. know. 
Do you want me to go through the five conspiracy theories of well, what happened we, to him? Or? Should we theorize? What do you think happened? Like that? Well, or? I think I think I don't I don't know. Make I mean, sure I think you, it's pretty clear what happened to yeah, him. Yeah. But but like you don't what? know if he actually went back. Yeah. Was the mom right. ever mom. like? Did she ever like go crazy? Because, like, sometimes if you go through, like, a traumatic experience, like, your you kid help. being kidnapped, you start, yeah, you start going crazy. She yeah. definitely could have, like, thought that. Yeah, and also, like, they, feel like, like it's not her and her husband split up, so, like, so many things are happening. Did she eventually just lose it and then start, like, thinking she saw him? They did. Exactly. They did mention that because the pictures that were sent to her in the envelope, they were found to be very similar to these boys in Florida who just did it as a prank. Hmm. But they okay. look just like her son. Yeah, people are fucked up. And I. But what year was that? Two thousand six. Photoshop like. Early. But, they would have had to like. Shop, yeah. ba- but also, find themselves. Yeah, but also Photoshop and how like clear were the pictures and because if they were taken back in the eighties, uh-huh. how clear are they? Yeah, because yeah. the kid would have had to been small like for them to be. Yeah, actually, no. I I when I watched it, I watched like a little YouTube documentary on this. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gosh at twelve years old was five foot seven. It was the bigger kid. It was the biggest kid on the block by inches. What? Yep. That's probably why they took And that's why they're saying they... like like he didn't go anywhere on I'm purpose. They like took... he was taken. Right. I'm surprised they took him. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised well, they that's probably why, they took that's him. why because he was like bigger guy that He's appealed to the sex yeah. people. Huh. I never found anything about like who the high end people were. Yeah. But so Lawrence well, it's all King, covered up. Lawrence mm-hmm. King is the colonel, right? That's what it was. That's what that's it kind of inferred. Yeah. But yeah. also, that could just be the fall guy that all those rich people were like, "Oh yeah, fuck mm-hmm. it." Lawrence is kind of a dick. Let's just pin it on him. But it was like never like he like so. Benacci sued mm-hmm. King, but yeah. he never paid him a dime because it was never he, he never, never proven. Lawrence King never showed up to court. Huh? Really? Nope. So he never had to pay a dime. Is that like something that's like mandatory? I don't. I don't think so. I think. I mean, a dude for, who's in was he in prison still? Benacci. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Yeah, I have no idea. Sued him for one million dollars, but he never received a penny. Okay. So this Lawrence King guy. I mean, he's probably got to be involved somehow. Lawrence King. I'm gonna look him up. It's either he's the fall guy or he's the head. I doubt. He's I the feel head. like he's too obvious to be the head, though. Exactly. Like somebody like the head of this is going to be like some like Jeffrey Epstein, like high up. Right. Well, that's probably the head. Head. Yeah. He's all the way up top, but he was a CIA informant, anyways. There's mm-hmm. probably people hiring him. What is that? I don't know. Just looked up Johnny Gosh. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's not one of the pictures yeah. that were sent to. Yep, the original Mel Carton kid. Original Mel Carton. Damn. Crazy. Do you want me to say like the conspiracies? Do you like the first one? Okay, the first one. That's a good one. All right. The first con- so there's, there are five conspiracy theories of what could have happened to Johnny that day. The first one, his mom. You guys mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. After this happened, his mom got to travel all over the country and, and was endorsed by Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan put an executive bill into action after Johnny's disappearance and after Eugene Martin's disappearance, changing the amount of time that kids can be searched for to a lot lower than 72 hours. And that if your kid goes missing, we're going to look for them right away. She got to travel all around the country. And you guys asked earlier how she have so much money to pay for an almost FBI director, yeah. private investigator. That's one of the theories. Maybe that's how. That's one of the theories. So do you think, like, what do you think she did? Took and like killed, you think she killed him and they just, just made a bunch of money. They, yeah, like well, she doesn't him? look like the most stand-up. Oh no, character. No, she doesn't. And like the videos that I watched, like she's just dead, stone cold. Like just looking right into the camera. It's that could also be because emotion. she lost her son. Yeah, that's or true. That's why it's a conspiracy yeah. theory. You think she killed him, or she just got him kidnapped so she didn't have to? I I don't know. That's that's I think that's what the conspiracy theory is that she did something with her son. So that she could profit on it. What was I want? What was their financial status beforehand? Not yeah. the like, best. But like, but they weren't like they were in like, poverty. Yeah. Were what they? did they like both they do? They were in a 
I never, they never said what they did. They wanted to keep that like confidential, I guess, but they were in a neighborhood of West Des Moines. That's a nicer area. They said that they were average to upper class, a family. So not like hurting for money. No. No. Like the whole thing was that Johnny's dad, John wanted Johnny to get a job to start earning his own money. Yeah. And get a good work work ethic. Right. Yeah. Did she ever remarry? No. Neither did he. Hmm. I feel like the mom more, no, definitely knows more than what she. It seemed like that and everything that I watched, but like that's when you can say, like, oh, yeah, like she. She might have lost a marble yeah, or yeah, two along the way. lost it. Mm-hmm. That's what was interesting. Because I'm surprised the dad didn't kill himself. Yeah. Did. Did they like interview him? They interview him, and he all he said was just stuff like, "I just can't believe that nobody has come out saying anything about where you could possibly be." Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is weird because that era was like the era of serial killers. Yeah, seventies, like eighties, mm-hmm. and he 90s. he never mentioned anything about the mom maybe being a suspect. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. then more than likely she's probably not. Because at the time that he that's yeah that's why I don't really get it because at the time that he disappeared, which is early like six or seven. Yeah. They were both the parents were up, but yeah, I mean they they assumed that they were both in the house because it was a weekend. It was Sunday. Uh huh. Yeah, but she doesn't have to be like be gone to because be he of was it. taken two blocks away from in their house. Yeah, two blocks. Oh, really? But two she, blocks. But she doesn't have to be like she can be in the house, but she could still be working with the people that took him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and those sex so maybe she, things they don't leave paper trails. So no. yep. And I mean, they get, they split up, so maybe it was one of those things like, I hate I hate my husband, so I'm gonna have some people kidnap my kid or something like that. But that was before, like they split up afterwards, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah. that could have just been like why she wanted. To she just wanted to divorce him. Yeah. Like you got, she's got to have some motive. But it was if a that's long. The, it was a long time thing. after. Like I was surprised by how long. It, I can't remember the exact amount of time, but it was. Like, oh, a long it wasn't time before divorce and kidnapping. Okay. Huh. So that's okay. probably not the case. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know. I just thought that one was interesting. There's that no is way the kid did came back in 1996. Did like the dad ever blame so. himself? He did. Yeah. And then he said he, he thinks about it every day. Is how he that was one of the first days he never wa- went with him. Oh. So they pre- they probably been watching him for a while. It is yeah. because then the same kid got kidnapped doing the same thing, and then there was another case that came out. He wasn't a paper boy, but he was another kid their age that was taken from the same neighbor neighboring neighborhoods. There was three in that span of two years. Why would you let your kid do that? Were they all... I don't know. White? They were all white, 12 to 13 years old kids. I wonder... See who runs our country. I wonder... Yeah, I wonder if there's somebody in that area who had a... I don't want to say, like, kink, but, like, a... Well, they probably had... They had to have had, like, eyes on that neighborhood, on that area. Yeah. That gets into one of the other conspiracies. Suppose they just put them in like magazines and let the rich people order, like order them, kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the Wayfair thing. Yeah, I don't know. That is crazy. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think it's the mom. I don't. I don't uh, think it's the mom either. She's like mom is? Plus, that's too easy of like a yeah a blame. You know, I don't think it's the mom. After Who? after going through all the conspiracy theories, I don't Who think do it you is. think it is. Well, you, well, you should go through the theories yeah. first. Before we get to that. You should go through the theories first. Okay. The second conspiracy theory is the inner, the uh, uh, national government sex trafficking ring. So Johnny was one of many kids who was sold across the country to some of the nation's elites to perform these awful acts upon them. And this, is, this ties in with what I was saying earlier about Ronald Reagan. He needed something to... Um, boost his power not power but fund his campaign and everything like that and this was the perfect way to do that because so you think Ronald Reagan funded it through the I I don't know but as soon as he like the third one or like one of them was kidnapped he immediately flew to Cedar Rapids and held a campaign rally huh and made that this story an emphasis and he even brought Noreen out with him That's kind of sketchy. Yeah. yeah. That's so as soon as the third too. one happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he knew about all of them. Right, right, right. But, like, he just, like, it's like he waited until, like, everybody was like, okay, something needs to happen. Uh-huh. And that's when he jumped in and did something. Like, there's literally. And it could have been, like, he, it could be 
that could be innocent too though could be like yeah. wow this yeah, stuff's yeah. happening here mm-hmm. yeah. i need to get out there yeah, yeah. like it literally like, but it is, literally put a bill into con i don't know if it's bill into congress or whatever how that works but there's literally a governmental change because of this story right I, I that's it's so I you know, think it's up to you guys is that is that is there any more information on like the government uh not on that one bait, kind mm-hmm. of no. okay i feel like if it was there definitely is something like reagan that, yeah. would be the president to be involved in stuff like that i mean he's a hollywood actor for most of his life and then he went yeah, into so politics have those. hollywood's yeah. definitely involved he had all of those connections so yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. That one, I, yeah, I didn't really get a lot of information on that one because it was like it was like honestly looking everything up. It was honestly like they wanted to not let you see it, mm-hmm. cover everything. Yeah, which it's kinda, censored. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because I tried to like look up uh, Johnny Gosh government uh, hide hide up or cover up, mm-hmm. and it would send you just to the missing page of Johnny Gosh. Yeah. It's so crazy. like, there's no information about yeah. that at all. How no. we need to get a dark web account access. To Wonder the how chip. we would do something like that. I don't know. Put it in Sam's name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or put it under Blake's name. We'll put it under Blake's name. Yeah. Blake's name. You guys want to hear the next conspiracy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is what me and Messel were talking about earlier with MK Ultra. This okay. is a really interesting one. You this is how, I don't. I've never. I've wait, heard. Of I that. have the definition. Of, okay. That's all okay. I have is the definition of MK Ultra. Okay. MK Ultra is an illegal human experimentation program designed and undertaken by the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, intended to develop procedures and identify drugs that could be used in interrogations to weaken individuals and force confessions through brainwashing and psychological torture. That was like the LSD. And yeah, like acid they use a and lot shit. of LSD. Yeah, so what they're saying is that the government is kidnapping these kids and testing these psychological drugs on them to see if they work. Why would they? Te- yeah. Why would they test kids though? Because they're, they're the. They they said that they're like the most. They absorb the most information. Huh. And so this would be the best way. And that was like prime mk ultra time wasn't it in the 80s? yes 50 ah. or i would say 50s to 70s yeah they said that this was at the end like the cold war was the hottest time yeah. for that to happen because they wanted to do it again on russian spies mm. and so this was like towards the end of like this is obviously towards the end of ronald reagan's presidency so they yeah. like this is like the end this was it so they just mm. wanted to focus on all right if we're gonna do this like can we do it yeah but it was always illegal well they did it on a lot of like people that didn't know they were being tested yeah and that's why they chose kids too they say like there was a lot of like luring people in and um just like they had no idea that they were actually getting like tested Tested. on would they would they hold them in like facilities or they return them to their daily lives like that's oh, they I, were just. I'm pretty sure they were just thrown back out on the street. Or yeah, that's what I saw. That they they throw them. So like they took him from Des Moines, Iowa, and they would drop him off somewhere in Seattle, Washington. Have him make a life a life mm-hmm. for himself. Well, that would explain some of those guys coming back. But I guess then they wouldn't have those allegations unless they were made to think that. And that's what yeah. they were saying. They could use MK Ultra stuff for to physically change their recollection of what happened to them. Yeah, that's if fucked. it worked. Yeah. Yeah. If it but works. that could be, we would we never know. You don't know unless yeah. they went and like most people would just go insane. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. Huh. It's this. I kind of like that one. I like that theory. That's good. That is a, that, that's this kind is of a, an interesting one though, because a lot of the things could line up for him. The only thing though is that it's re- it would be really really late. Cause, before that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. M, like because MK Ultra did end at a certain point, but they could have still up. been doing it i looked up when like the like when mk ultra was like a big thing and it said that so this was in 1982 this was like right at like in like the 80s Mm -hmm. 82 like this is like when they're still like this like i said earlier we're gonna do this we're gonna do this when we got to do it now so they're probably getting more desperate too so they're taking kids are like Mm -hmm. i don't know they'd be closer to getting caught they're easy to take they don't know really know what's happening to mm-hmm. them, and you they're probably easier to bring on, and they have less memories to forget. Mm-hmm. The weird part is though, like, like sure they're easy to take, 
But if they were like trying to really cram something together, they like they probably waited for a little while to to for his dad to not be going with him. And same yeah. with the other kids. That's what they think. That's what that was a part of the conspiracy is that they waited for the ex- first time that his dad did not go with him. Oh no, I know. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty. Yeah, I think that's pretty yeah. clear. That's pretty, then, but I'm saying us, like if they, I don't know, with the other just, kid getting taken without his stepbrother too. Right. It seems like, but well, that's like, definitely part of it. If they were hurrying, though. Yeah, if they were hurrying, it probably, they probably time. wouldn't have taken the time. But also, they could, could you, I feel like you could get are it. they watching for? True. It probably wasn't that long. His dad. No. Like two weeks. It was or probably, maybe it was probably a like week. a month. Yeah. That's just a quick snatching grab. Because did they ever see that car driving around before? Like week, like days or that's, weeks beforehand? That's what I was going to get into the next conspiracy theory. All right. <laughs> That's like, the what if it's just that, some local dude? This is the only one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, this, really? that's this one. Because there were really? three in the same town, right? That's, yes, yeah. Yeah. that is this one. Okay. John J. Jobert, the Omaha, known as the Omaha Paperboy Killer. He killed an 11-year-old boy just 14 days before Gosh went missing in Bellevue, Nebraska. He was also found guilty of murder of a 12-year-old boy in Portland, Maine, where he was living as a paint salesman. He was found guilty of it. Of those of the but other when ones. When was he like arrested? I didn't look into that enough. I should have. Because would that timeline like match up? Okay. Yeah. Uh, his whereabouts were not known at the time of the John, Johnny Gosh disappearance, but around that same time, he was required to be at Off Offutt Airport Air Force Base in Omaha during the time of the Gosh vanishing. Like for work or something? Mm-hmm. He was in the armed forces. What was the what's the drive time between Offit and like West Des Moines? About it's two only hours. like two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. So if you wanted to like, eh, pop down like before work, grab a kid. Yep. Show up because he he didn't have any th- anything like that would be on his radar at that point. Like mm-hmm. they weren't looking for him or anything, right? And it's yeah. like a six. What's his name? Kidnapping. What's his name? John J. Jobert. A witness. How also, do you spell his last name? J O U B E R T. A witness also mentioned a car with Nebraska license plates at the time on the Ford Fairmont at the time of the kidnapping. Huh. But they couldn't make out the letters on the plates. But I feel like John, the investigators screwed that up then. Yeah, Just go yeah. look for all the well, Those I guess cars. there's probably there probably mm-hmm. was a lot at the time. John, all the cars. But John Joe Bear was not considered a suspect as he was said to have been in Portland, Maine still working with his painting business. But they don't know that for sure. They don't know for sure. Huh. But they, because huh. he was an independent contractor. Yeah. And he didn't have any supervision. He was arrested in 1984. So two two years after Johnny Gosh was yeah. taken. Date of murders, 1982 to 1983. Exactly the years that yeah. they were taken. When he was in his prime. Yep. So he was arrested the year that Eugene Martin was taken. Yeah. But none of those three boys were ever found, right? No, Eugene Martin, the other one, or Johnny Gosh have never been found. Even like the ones that he, well, the ones that he killed, yeah, he, they found them. And when was, the, when was the last one that he, they found of his? Um, like when we, when did he commit that murder? That eighty three, Sam. I think it was he killed what? one in Portland, and I think it was eighty three. So that's so that, I was reading that just like is inconsistent because like if he he failed to cover up his first one. Yeah, did and they then find he took that they found his body. The first one. Yeah, they must have. Yeah. And then he covers up Johnny Gosh's so well. And then the Portland one he doesn't cover up. And then the next two he does. Like it's it's inconsistent with like Yeah. yeah so that's the first don't the first um victim, the Portland one. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is Portland, Maine, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. Yeah, I missed that. He was found on the side of a uh, rural highway. Yeah, that's just that's like yeah. so. But careless. that's also the first the first one is always was that the first one? Yeah, yeah, that was the first. And one. And then the the Bellevue, Nebraska one was the second one. And that was before Gosh. So Gosh and the other two kids were after. I, he might have to look it up. So, the first one. Wait, what do you mean? What'd you say? So, what year was the first one? Yeah, uh, nineteen eighty-two. When was that? Was the same year. August, okay. August nineteen eighty-two. A month, a month before Johnny Gosh. And then when okay. that was before? Because Johnny Gosh was September fifth, nineteen eighty-two. Okay. Yeah. And was, then December second. The same, like, 1982. 1982. Okay. Yeah. So, now he's in Nebraska. Yeah. Yep. Three months um, after. Oh, wait. No, wait. Hold on. Hold on. This is in 83, actually. September 18th, 
83. And Cup. then Eugene, his second Eugene one, Martin, which was, that was the Bellevue one. Yep. And then Eugene Martin was taken in September of 1984, and then John J. Joe Bear is arrested in 1984. But so when was when was uh. October 82, right? Johnny. Johnny, he was September up, 5th, 1982. 82. So it was all in that same span. But yeah. how, did they find the Bellevue kid? Like yeah. his body? So that's, so it, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm trying it's to read like, and talk at the same time. It's just not consistent with his... Like, so he was a paper boy. Yeah, the kid in Bellevue. Roadside. Yeah, but like they'd find those kids. Like they'd find Johnny Gott. Like there's no reason. Like if these other three kids that went missing yep, from that Western Yep, he was roadside, line, same deal. I don't know. That's why. That's, and then this, the other one was theory. found. It was found by pheasant hunters, mm-hmm. hidden in a tree grove. Yeah, I, did, I don't think it's the same guy. It very well could be but though. Like, I mean, the same profile of kids, but he's bouncing all in the same they, area. That's what they said is that they they did a witness sketch uh-huh. of the guy and John J. Joe Bear matched him identically. Really? Then where the fuck is the the kid's body? It, yeah, that. Well, that's the thing about serial killers. You yeah. never find all of them. Yeah, like Ted true. Bundy, you never, you still haven't found all of them. Imagine how big like a state is. They could just dump them wherever the fuck. Literally yeah. wherever. It's like no, Especially someone in, like, couldn't Iowa. walk there in like a million years. You bury that kid in a cornfield. Won't find him for fifty years. So it, and, that's why they said Bundy could have like a hundred. Mm-hmm. Right, and he would victims. never say either. No, no. He confessed to the thirty that they found. That was it. Yeah, because they found them. Yeah. I mean, shit is a circular. If I keep a record of everything, <laughs> you know, like, but I that's the crazy. Has thirty. Like, that's the crazy thing with serial killers. Though they don't need like mental. They don't need records to like remember each of them. They, uh-uh. they it's they like so it. ingrained in them that they remember every detail of it. And they have like. Well, yeah. I think yeah. if you did something like that, you'd remember yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'd remember it, and then you get to like two hundred fifty. You're like, damn. Who did I kill last <laughs> week? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, all right. I got one last okay. conspiracy theory, okay. and then we can discuss which one it was. This one's short and sweet. Okay. He just up and dipped. He just left. He ran away from nah. home. No. I twelve years old. No way. But they said that he was highly advanced in his classes at his age, and like physically, he already looked like he was in high school. But still, like he'd have a reason. Yeah, to have but a the, reason. Yeah, that could like add up. With like him visiting his mom in the future, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, when he visited, didn't he say he got kidnapped and like yeah? So, but that could have never happened though. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, and I that's don't think what, that that's happened. what the mom said. I don't think that. And happened. she's the only one that ever said that. Yeah. She would be the only one that knew. Yeah, it's, she it's was her the word only one against the world. Yeah. yeah. Did I did I say that when she went when she says that supposedly her son came and visited her that she was that he had an unknown person with him. Oh no! Yeah. Oh. There was an unknown person with him when they came and visited, and the guy never said a word. That's what like she a said. Supervisor. He was supervising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was saying, CIA agent. Weird. Mm-hmm. Well, now that makes me think, maybe that did happen. If, yeah, if, I forgot if that there was one. A, if there was a weird, I don't know. That's just a weird coincidence. Damn. Well, it's yeah. A, this is a mind. So now, tricker. Yeah, we can go around and think what ha- say what happened, what we think. I don't know. Well, back in like the eighties, were they able? Since you said it was like they saw the license plate was a Nebraska plate, but like the, they don't know. They didn't know. They, they don't know. Well, yeah, but couldn't you go through like the Nebraska registry and see everybody? Well, that's what that, I was saying like, earlier. Has those cars, whatever. That's what they did, but that was the most popular car of nineteen eighty two. It was. Yep. So you gotta do. So, that's why you yeah. gotta commit murders in like a civic. Yeah. So whoever did it, it's mm-hmm. smart. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why it almost makes me think. That's why it's like that CIA it might not be that one. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because that one guy, I mean, if he's dumping them on the side of the road, like that's not a smart suit. Like that's. That's why I mean it just doesn't match up with like his pattern. Yeah. You know he's not getting progressively, like he's getting progressively more careful instead of more erratic. Mm-hmm. Like it's regressing. Good thing we all studied yeah, uh, usually forensics. You, yep. Hey, criminal minds. <laughs> yeah. Because usually you start Seven like seasons. 
you're never supposed to make a mistake, but after a while, you kind of get loose with it. Yeah, yeah. You get... that's what they always say on a uh, true crime documentary. You just have to wait for like, they'll eventually make a mistake. You just have to wait for mm-hmm. them to do it. Yeah, they'll get careless. You get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then that's where it ties in. And this, like the the national government is involved in it, and so there's, you're never gonna find that. Uh huh. When like the government the, gets involved in shit, they just cover everything. And oh, yeah, then the it's, Des Moines it's, it's, Police Department did absolutely nothing. Like the Des Moines hmm. Police, so this year is, the, this past year, I guess it's 2023 now, this past year was the 40th anniversary of him disappearing. Yeah. And the Des Moines Police Department said, yes, it's an open investigation. Yes, it's still being looked into, but it's one of the coldest cases that we have. So hmm. they have absolutely just have nothing. nothing. No nothing. leads. Surprised they don't look into some of this stuff. I'm yeah. sure maybe they did. Or maybe they were told yeah. to not look into it anymore. Yeah. That's why, like, the MK Ultra thing just, like, it's the most far out there, but it just keeps making more and more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the more we keep talking. And I had never heard of MK Ultra before today. Really? Really. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about MK I Ultra. heard the name. I just had. I oh, Stranger I Things. I sure if it was, like, a beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they talk about MK Ultra in that show. Hmm. I don't know. Hayes, what do you think? Yeah. Or do you want to do yours last? I, I mean, I don't care i mean i after reading it like i think that the john j joe bear guy i don't think it's him i think there's so many like potholes in that mm-hmm. and like like lou said like why would there be bodies of some but not of these three iowa kids mm-hmm. like it's like he obviously his two main destinations were maine and nebraska and one was found in each of those yeah but not yeah. on it, he, he would have taken i-80 yeah. right through west des moines right that's what like, but none was there so that's what's crazy yeah. And the fact that he was caught killing paper boys in both of those destinations, and it was two paper boys and one other one uh-huh. along the way, two hours from Omaha. Yeah. It's kind of weird, and I don't know. I I don't know. I'd say I'd say the most likely one is probably that the Lawrence King explanation. Yeah, the Boys yeah. Town. Like I, like Boys Town is a front for child sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I believe in. Or I I would say is the most likely. Yeah, that's also the toughest one to find information on because it's so covered up. Right, and it's such yeah. like they have like mon- like monuments mm-hmm. to Boys Town in here in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boys Town always kind of gave me the creeps. They're never good at sports either. Just surprised the shit out of me. <laughs> and these kids, they come from like all over the country. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's like the easiest place that you could possibly get him in yep and the fact that nothing the fact that he and they live there yeah Mm -hmm. and his his company the franklin credit union was the like main funder Mm -hmm. of boys town they did a lot of shit just pat go you know Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah and i heard that the career the founder of boys town whatever his name was like was a kind of a corrupt guy like everybody has all these statues the the founder of boys town the, oh, I forgot his name. Finnegan? Yeah. Or something like that? Something like that. But yeah, like he was a lot more corrupt than people build statues for him, say. Hmm. We could probably do a completely separate episode yeah. on Boys Town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was there ever like other kidnappings in the Des Moines area other than yes. that? Yes, there were. But none. Same time period or? Same. Like, so there were so many in Iowa that it like spawned this changed but most of them were found either alive or dead that's why that's the i-80 effect though mm-hmm. yeah and that's why it's crazy or it's why it's like they make a big deal about this one is because this was like the game changer mm-hmm. in child abduction with johnny gosh mm-hmm. okay and that's the thing too about like that 72 hours thing on i-80 he could have picked that kid up and then been in california in two days yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know so that's so true going the other way and he could have been back in portland man yeah yep. yeah that is so true and there they find a body of a kid and they're like oh shit mm-hmm. like where do you yeah, come you would from? have yeah, no idea that? No, yeah, or a different there. country you never know yeah yeah you could just get hit, up hit the road main too like yeah put him in your trunk hit the road mm-hmm. borders are a lot looser then too yeah Mestel, hmm. what do you think um, the Lawrence one makes probably the most sense out of all of them. Um, I don't think the government got is a part of it at all because I don't know the Reagan thing with like the kid's mom 
Yeah. It's really like you would want like that makes you want to think that's what happened, mm-hmm. but it's too probably too good to be true. So I don't know. Probably the Lawrence. That's yeah. That's what I think too. Lou, what do you think? Lawrence, like that Lawrence one is probably the most like believable. Definitely the most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Well, this, like, because we all know how prominent like sex trafficking in is in like Nebraska. Yeah, it's one of the highest. Yeah. It's like the honest. It's like the epicenter of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's Grand either it's, it's Embassy Suites in Omaha or Boselman's in yep. Grand Island. Really? Yeah. Crazy gas. Station. I've heard the Embassy Suites. I bet they got a lot of it out by the Cabela's in Sydney too. Yeah. Probably. Well, I I80 or North Platte, <laughs> yeah, North Platte, Okalala. Oh, I bet North Platte is like yeah, right, right before it cuts shit. south, right at the. That's why there's so many. That's why they say like York is a really popular one. Like yeah. all of these, Go, all of these I80 exits in Nebraska that just for some reason they have a lot of hotels right around the exit. Because mm-hmm. you know exactly what. Yeah. Yeah. No way. There's that many truckers staying there. No. Just look no. at York. I mean, a town of eight thousand people. Platte. But York, though, how much they have there? They got like eight hotels right around the interstate. Oh, do they? Yeah. Carney has like. Carney's got a 12. lot too. But Carney also has sixty thousand people on there. No, they don't. They have like thirty thousand. They're fifty-two thousand, aren't they? No, that's Grand Island. Oh. They're like thirty thousand. Yeah. I don't know. Some of those hotels out there are nice, though. On the it's like super nice. Yeah. Oddly nice. Like they got water park. Hey, that trying to attack track kids in there. They got water parks. You know. I don't know. That's probably just the most believable one, but I like the MK Ultra one. It's just yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's really it's interesting, yeah. I just like believing that the government's behind everything that's going bad in my life, so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Sam? Um, I'm going to throw kind of a different one out there. I think, well, I don't, I think, I, I think the Lawrence Ta- King one, I think that's probably the most likely. Yeah. You but I think Lawrence another, Taylor. yeah, I almost said Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> um, he could have been in on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bad dude. I... I think it also could have been like a local Des Moines guy. Mm-hmm. That could um, be very possible because like a John Wayne we, Gacy type guy. Yeah. We never we never found any of the bodies. They were all like very. He was very particular, mm-hmm. or yeah. they were all taken in a very particular manner. Very mm-hmm. like slow, watching, mm-hmm. watching eyes almost. And they were spaced out too, weren't they? Like over. And they were kind of spaced out. Uh, Johnny was eighty-two. Uh, Eugene Martin was eighty-four. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there were three, right? Yeah. But I, and there's probably more. The other one, they didn't know the exact date of the other one. Okay. But was it in between the two? It, it was either right after or right in between. So. Because Johnny was the first one. And if it was a local guy, they were definitely watching beforehand to see right. when they, they were yeah. alone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean. It, he could have like a farm out yeah. somewhere. And just, he just and takes like him out seller. there. Yeah. You never mm-hmm. see him again. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that is that's also a. I'm surprised that that isn't on the theories. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Who? Are, I, I think that might might be a oh, good reason world. for yeah. it. Who are the people that took the other kids in like the Moines area? It, it, they I I didn't get into any of that. Because I wonder if those people were like local people or if mm-hmm. it was like a bigger like. Mm-hmm. Like in the same deal as this, where we never even found him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's a crazy one. That was a good. That was a good one. Good yeah. job. Yeah, I just I saw that and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna look into this and like see like just everything that they say. It's cool too because we like we grew up in this area. We know that area. Like, there's, there's definitely some weird stuff yeah. going on. Like, I oh, have yeah. a feeling like this. This is something that like. Our parents would know, like, because mm-hmm. this is like Probably. the time of the day. And, they were that yeah. age when that was yeah. happening. Because, like, my parents would have been like nine and six. Yeah. This time, like, right around the same age. Yeah, mine would have been about oh, the same. Mine was 11 and 12 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little older. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I I got a lot. I got into a lot of Reddit threads, I bet. stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Like it's you I can mean, spiral down those threads. Yeah, too. People, yeah. Like, people on there are just idiots. Yeah. Uh, Reddit's a dangerous place. <laughs> it's the wild west. of The internet. Yeah. This is that's an interesting one though. Wow. Yeah. I'd never heard about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's. I mean, there's. So the blue car guy. That's the one that they. They never found that's that's another one. Uh, Paul Benassi, that's the other one. Um, 
There, the tall man. That's the guy that emerged from the shadows and pushed him in. The uh, the car. He said he was bigger than Gosh, and Gosh was five foot seven for twelve years old. So he must have been like pretty decent sized guy. Said he was a lot bigger than him. A lot bigger though. Could be like six two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you would want somebody that would be able to manhandle. Yeah. 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 I don't want no five nine twink. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was 5'7", like yeah. Gosh was 5'7". He was 5'8". Yeah, fist fighting. <laughs> UFC cage match date in the car. <laughs> it's like this, the epic rap battles of history. <laughs> this this oh, thing man. says that they looked in uh, Paul Bonacci's diary and they found, inf- like, they found uh, stuff da- written down of a farmhouse in Iowa where two boys were locked in a small room with no windows, and it was bolted shut. One was four feet tall and about 80 pounds, and he was nine years old with blonde hair, and with one blue eye and one brown eye. And the other one was the exact specifications as Johnny Gosh. 5'7". So maybe this guy was in on it or something? One of the kids said he was from Des Moines, Iowa. The other boy said he was from a small town in Minnesota. Hmm. Jeez. Big country, a lot of people, a lot of kids slip through the cracks like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, hope you guys liked that one. That's that was good. good. I did. Yeah, yeah. good job, really good. So that wraps up this episode from the fields. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for coming on again, Mestel. We'll have to have you on again for your own conspiracy theory episode. Oh, yeah. You go through everything. Uh, we'll be back next week on Tuesday and Wednesday or thir- Wednesday and Thursday with our sports episode on Wednesday and another conspiracy on Thursday. Uh, Lou, do you want to do that one or sure. Cade kid? Lou? Check one down. Okay. Lou's going to come up with the conspiracy and don't forget to leave the podcast five stars, leave a review, share it with your friends and family. Other than that, thank you guys for listening. Thanks guys.